1: The idea that men don't feel emotions is incorrect. We feel emotions. I would actually argue we feel emotions in, in certain, with certain emotions stronger than women. I would argue that we feel heartbreak stronger than women. I would argue we feel anger like a woman could never understand. I would argue we are extremely emotional. Rage. Rage. Pure rage. But it's feedback. So when you get the feedback, it's all about how you internalize that and how you process it. Right? It's having stoicism is not, not feeling emotions. It's feeling the emotion and going, okay, why is this happening? How much does this really matter? What's the most intelligent move on the chessboard? Chess is a fantastic game because in the game of chess, there's no mis- There's no luck. If you lose, no matter how well you play, if you lose at some point, you made a mistake, mm. even it's the most minor mistake, you made a mistake. So you learn to understand that no matter what happens to you, if you lose a scenario, you made a mistake. Maybe it's a tiny one. Maybe it was two years ago, whatever, but you made a mistake and you learn absolute and our accountability for yourself. And that mentality is extremely powerful to apply to all things in life. The position I'm in now as the most hated man in the world, although I agree and I truly believe it's unfair, I still take complete responsibility for. I'm not going to sit here and say, I tell you why it happened when I talk about TikTok, YouTube shorts, but I'm not going to blame them. Absolutely. They're a a company making money and they're monetizing the best they can. Fantastic. All of this is my fault. But the Bugatti on my drive is my fault. And the yacht is my fault. Private jet's mine. So it's all my fault. So I take the good with the bad. I take all responsibility for absolutely everything, including if a woman leaves me, if a woman stays, if I end up heartbroken, if I end up filled with rage, I take responsibility for that. something happens to me that makes me enraged, I will take responsibility. Why has this happened to me? Why do I feel this way? How did I end up in this position?
2: This one we've heard since we were small, I'm sure. In fact, we have probably heard it so often we could quote it. It says, whatever you sow, what? You shall reap. Here's my first suggestion on the law of sowing and reaping. Don't try to beat it. You might as well try sitting on the sun in the morning. Keep it from coming up. You'll have better luck. Whatever you reap is what you've sown. If you don't like the crop, who do you look up? Answer, whoever planted it. And where do you find who planted your crop? Answer, in the mirror. That's where you go. And if necessary, you say, a few skinny carrots? Where were you last spring? Asleep. Let me give you seven key points to the law of sowing and reaping. Number one, the law of sowing and reaping is negative. Which simply means, if you sow bad, you reap bad. If you plant thistle seeds, you don't get pumpkins. John says, how come no pumpkins? Come on, John. Now here's number two, the law is positive. If you plant pumpkin seeds, you don't get thistles. Mother Nature won't pull tricks on you over in the corner, snicker and push new thistles and you planting pumpkin seeds. She won't do that. Now here's number three. See, you do not reap what you sow, but rather you always reap much more than what you sow. You don't get back what you put out. You get back much more. On the negative side, it said, if you sow to the wind, you reap the whirlwind. There's one thing better than the truth. And that's the whole truth. And here's part of the whole truth of the law of sowing and reaping you could lose. There are times when you just lose, no matter what you do. It's that kind of planet. The farmer plants his crop in the spring, takes care of it all summer, works 10, 12 hours a day, is an honorable man. But the day before he sends the combines into the field, a hailstorm comes along and beats it all in the ground which means you lose. (laughs) It's just that kind of planet. Sometimes it's going to hail on your crop. So you got to get ready for that or you will be naive. And don't press me why. I was not in on some of the original decisions here, so I don't know how it got set up. But now here's number seven. And it goes like this. It's just another way to quote the same law. If you don't sow, you don't reap. You don't even have a chair. Get you some sewing going. And remember, you've got plenty of time. Some people spend enough TV time to make a fortune. Well, the average television is on in this country, in every household, seven hours a day. I asked a guy one time what his TV cost. He said about $450. I said, you forgot to look at the price tag. I said, that television costs you, in my opinion, at least $12,000 a year. Owning it's cheap. Watching it is what's expensive. Pay a little, but not 12,000. And he's the guy that said, I hope pay TV never comes. And here's a good question to ask. We are all buying somebody's plan. The question is, who's? Who's got you talked into your present plan? Who's got you talked into doing what you're doing? See, 10 years from now, you will surely arrive. The question is, where? <laughs> but now is the time to fix the next 10 years. And who can? Anybody. It's not what happens that determines the major part of your future. The key is what you do about it. We cannot change the circumstances, but we can change ourselves. If you will change, everything will change for you. Work hard on yourself and develop the skill. I'm telling you, your whole life can explode into change. Money, no problem. Future, no problem. Just go to work on the right thing and start working on the inside. Work on your philosophy, work on your attitude. And if you'll start making those personal changes, I'm telling you, everything will change. Seize
3: the moment. Do you know how much time you have left? If you put everything off until you're sure of it, you'll never get anything done. When you have these ideas of greatness, you got to go forward. You got to go, man. Never wait on the right time, because the right time ain't ever coming. But if you don't do it now, when you gonna do it? Oh, when I get all my ducks lined up, is that right? What if it's not duck season? Defer no time, delays have dangerous ends. You were chosen to do the greater work, that's why you're still breathing. You're not a loser, you're a winner, you were born to win, you came here winning. I'm not gonna be among those who just watch and say, isn't this awful? Your people are feeling hopeless, powerless, that they have no control over what's going on with them. But you do. When life has knocked you down and slapped you around, in order for you to get back up, you got to be hungry to win. Life demands that you pick up the pace. If you don't pick up the pace, you're gonna be left behind. You don't want to waste any time. You don't want to join the masses The masses at home finding out what's next on Netflix. Who has the time to do that? You only want to listen to people that have done what you want to do and have more experience. People that's going in the direction of where you want to go. There's no time to be around people who are negative that's gonna rub off on you. You wanna get out of line, you wanna jump out of line today if you wanna make it. You wanna live a life that will outlive you. I have time to be looking at no Netflix. When you're hungry to win, you make decisions that your future self will say, I'm glad you made that decision. Thank you. People that are hungry to win are rethinking their lives, and we shouldn't be playing either. Praise if everything depends upon God, but work as if everything depends upon you. Nothing works if you don't work. you got to take better care of yourself. you got to intensify the effort. Don't just surrender. you got to keep it moving.
1: Every man understands you shouldn't be complaining about things you cannot change. You have to play the cards you're dealt. To be born a certain height and then to sit there and go, what do I do? I'll tell you what you do. You become the best version of yourself, just like everyone else does. Nothing about the height is in and of itself enough value for me to be a valuable man. As a man, you build your value. You are born with the cards you're dealt. Sure, it'd be ideal. Look, I'd love to be seven foot tall. I'm not. So it's the same argument. If you're five foot two, you need to become rich, strong, and funny, and charismatic, and interesting, and witty. If you're six foot four, you need to become rich, strong, well-connected. It's the same game. So to sit there and complain about it is asinine. email me their long lists of all the bad things that happened to them, and I reply, fantastic. You are so lucky. You have all the building blocks to become the exact kind of man you want to be. If none of this shit happened to you, when something else bad happens to you later, you wouldn't be able to deal with it fantastic bad things happened to batman they killed his parents do you understand that's why he's batman you've just told me you have the building blocks you might become top g when i retire what are you complaining about he goes, Well, what do i do i said you need to work take all that trauma if you're truly heartbroken my friend and we've all been there as men if you're truly heartbroken you can't sleep that means you're gonna get in fantastic shape you better hit the gym you have nothing else to do just stop watching youtube Stop emailing me. I want pictures of you in the gym. Get to fucking work. Heartbreak's a fantastic motivator. as is depression, as is sadness. Great. Look at what's pissing you off and make sure it never happens again. If you were jacked and rich as fuck, you probably wouldn't have left your ass.